0: We're gabbing. Uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, uh, uh, we're gabbing, we're
1: gabbing, we're Hey everyone, welcome to Gabbing. Gabbing! With Gracie. And Heather. All right, so let's start off with the roll call. So this week I have, it is a 2020 uh, Sauvignon Blanc that is Dreaming Tree. It's a California white wine. And it's by, it's like in partnership with the Dave Matthews from the Dave Matthews Band. Really? Yeah. Okay. That sounds really interesting. Very. Yeah. Interesting. So it's pretty good. I would recommend it. It's a exciting collaboration between Dave Matthews and award-winning winemaker Sean McKenzie. It okay. uh, captures the spirit of California's wine country. Okay. All right.
0: All right.
1: I'll
0: go there. Oh, you know, anytime. And I have 2021 Summer in a Bottle from Long Island, New York. And I think this is a very popular drink. It's a beautiful bottle. Fun. It is. It's very beautiful. I think it, it might be popular overall just because of the bottle itself. But I um I find it to be just a little bit dry. And, of course, I don't tend to go to buy my alcohol. He picks up whatever. But there's another liquor store nearby who told me that rosé is strictly a summer drink. So I actually feel pressure into not getting rosé.
1: I need to uh, start looking at other beverages. Yeah, I wonder what's more of a like fall, winter type. Of- very much interested in learning about
0: that because I had no idea. I'm sure they still sell rosé, but I yeah. want to be problem.
1: Well, and what are people's favorite summer versus winter type drinks? I know that I tend to drink a lot more wine in the winter and a lot more beer in the summer. Mm-hmm. For me, I drink wine all the time. So <laughs> And don't you don't have like you don't you don't go into reds in the winter or anything like that? No, I'm not a red drinker.
0: However, I have had Um, I may have mentioned it, uh, the Cabernet Sauvignon. And I really, really like that. There's something about Sauvignon that I like because I love Sauvignon Blanc.
1: And do you like sangria, like red sangria? I do. I do. I love red and white So you could do white sangria in the summer and red sangria in the winter. And I will highly recommend, and I'm going to apologize to the Scandinavians out there because I'm probably going to say this wrong, but I would recommend this mold spice wine that they drink in Scandinavia that's warm and it's called like glug or something like that. How's it spelled? I will have to look it up and let you know (laughs) but it is delicious. I would highly recommend it. Neighborhood sells that. That's why I
0: want to know after you'll let me know how it's spelled.
1: Yeah because I do know that you can purchase it I don't know where, but I, I had first tried it when I was in Denmark and it was like so nice. It was, I had a cold and like I went and I drank some of it and it just made me like feel warm and happy inside. And then uh, <laughs> when I came home, cause I'd been in Denmark in November, I had made it like at Christmas, New Year's time. It's not super hard to make, but you do have to, you got to pull out the crock pot and you got to let it simmer with all these spices and stuff like that. But I remember that a woman that I know found some in the store and she tried it and she said it wasn't as good as the homemade stuff, but it was still pretty good. So you can get it somewhere, at least in Pennsylvania. So I would assume New York would have it. Where in New York is the question, but yeah. that is something. If not, we have to go to Scandinavia so we can try it.
0: <laughs> good luck with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so today we're going to talk about Everything's Trash, Episodes yes. 5 and 6. Catching Feelings is trash and Family is trash. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. Do, you, do you want to start? Do you have thoughts on Episode 5? I just want to say that I feel like this is when the show
0: is getting into it. Like it's really, really found its footing. Catching yep. Feelings starts off with dropping off her niece at her school, which should have been a warning sign. And I realized the second viewing because we find out at the end something that, again, there should have been warning signs, but Phoebe meets Hamilton while she's dropping off. And they finally are able to talk honestly to a certain extent because Phoebe is very much in denial of the fact that she actually has feelings for Hamilton. She wants to be the uh, hoe, H-E-A-U-X. I love how they spell it. And, you know, she she's all about, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have this type of
1: relationship with men. And then that's about it, at least at the beginning of this episode. You know, I didn't even catch what you're talking about without giving away the ending. I mean, Just, yeah. people have probably seen it, it at this point.
0: Well, And but... we will get but not yeah. right, now.
1: but like I didn't even make that connection. Like I just—he is a liar. He is a liar, a big
0: fat liar. And okay, you know what? Hey, mm, we we need to just skip to the to the to, to the end here because if she had just gotten there sooner, maybe five minutes sooner, one minute sooner, whatever, she would have seen him dropping off his daughter at the school. Yeah. But
1: she no, just she missed. didn't. She just,
0: she just missed it. And then she finds out at the end. And it's like, not to jump ahead, but it's just like, it's, is it really something that's for, I don't know. It's a whole, you are omitting a very important individual yeah. from your life.
1: And okay, so like, they were casual. He didn't mention it. But then like, when he's at the school, just fuss up. like oh well actually cool and he's saying like he really
0: wants he really likes her he wants to be with her so then why not give her the full it doesn't have to be right then there but when you're on the date that he took her on the expensive date be honest daughter i oh my god it this reminds me so much of this guy that i date had a daughter who has a daughter and well and he, you know, he would have me over and her over, overnight, if you know. And I just felt like it was completely disrespectful to his daughter. And I just up and left. I said, I can't, no, you you want to have an intimate with me right now with your daughter next door? No, that is not right. And she, like, walked in just before anything happened. She was supposed to be knocked out sleeping. Mind you, she was maybe, you know, like, four or five years old or three, four or five years old, but just because she's that young, that doesn't mean she's not going to remember, or she maybe she'll bring it up and um told me he was and I believed him. He could she could run to the mother and say something also and that'll cause a lot of issues. It, it was just too much. It was just too much. Yeah and it really really frustrated me.
1: Yeah it puts you in a weird position. And yeah, like the daughter might not understand what's going on, but then later on when she's older she probably would look back and be like, oh, that's what was happening. And you're right. If they were in the middle of getting a divorce, like that could cause a lot of issues. Like that's yeah. when you have to be extra careful. Yeah. He that's sounds so- like a mess.
0: He was a mess. And it seems like Hamilton might be, might. And I say might just because we've seen him a few more a relatively being So I, I, will tell. Maybe, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it, it could have easily have been a mistake, but it's just, it's, a very not even a mistake I just don't understand why you wouldn't
1: offspring like just be honest when it gets down to it just be honest do better ham ham mm-hmm. or hamaconda hamaconda
0: <laughs> these nicknames <laughs> should be killing me
1: seer oh. seer
0: and Dear. like she has just names yeah. that shortens everything it's Hilarious. So Yeah,
1: so the, the kind of big setup of this episode is that they run into each other at the school, and they decide that they're going to go on a date, and they're going to be serious. Or at least that's what the idea was supposed to be. Phoebe had some other ideas. Yes, she did. She just couldn't take
0: trying to be this relationship. Granted, it was just dating. It, it, it seemed a little bit too much, I think. For her, you know, he probably should have
1: Yeah, knowing how skittish she was about the whole situation. Exactly. Like if
0: if if he's not willing to see anyone, okay, let's just test the waters and how she would be after a few dates, not on Yeah. So things did not go well. Whatsoever. Uh Especially at the end, there. Well, she she just essentially panicked, and she just wanted all a bunch of four over, and she just just couldn't handle it.
1: Well, yeah, he can. ruins her for other people you sure because did. she started comparing them to him and realized just how dumb they were. Mm-hmm. I feel like my favorite line this episode is. I think he said something along the lines of like something like that. Oh yeah, that was a good scene. That was there, was, good- there was a lot of good lines in there, like, when she asked, going back to episode one, the first guy that we were introduced to, Apollo, I think his name was? Yes. From episode one, she's like, what do you like about me? And he, like, caresses her cheek, like, very, like, sweetly, and he's like, I love your toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> like- <laughs> Three-ply toilet paper.
0: What? what is, is going on buddy but it's just like just get out of here i would have done the same thing just get out of here yeah, yeah. you are absolutely those yeah. guys are a hot mess
1: yes and it, obviously it would have worked well but now she's and she has grown as a result of knowing that person exactly and become more kind of aware of herself and everything around her we're not the same people we were when we were younger. Exactly. and I, I don't know about grown, but he does make her realize things we had it. He pushes her he to expand her kind of like world. He does. No. But she I think know. that's growing. Yeah, no, you're right. That's out loud. It's all good.
0: It's been a long day too. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: has. It's so been a long day. They... Go on their date. She overreacts, or oh, not overreact. She overcompensates by him wanting to become serious, by her trying to revert back to her old ways, and it doesn't go well. And then she has a falling out with her brother, who is like the person that kind of always picks her up and puts her back together when there's an issue going on.
0: And that's essentially because yeah, they, they are complete.
1: Yeah, so they have probably the biggest fight that they've ever had because Mm -hmm. even like jaden ends up being in denial because he's like oh phoebe's gonna text me and jesse's like she might not text you and he just can't even contemplate that like Mm -hmm. he he just thinks that they never get into a fight that is that serious so it will be okay but yeah ends up being like a huge fight which sets it up for the next episode but before we go to the next episode, we have to talk about the other storyline, which I know you're super excited about this because June Diane Raphael. Yes, is and a major piece. And Takara Cash. Well, that's yeah. a given. <laughs>
0: she she has her. I feel like first major storyline.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's independence. Malika Jones, played by the amazing, amazing, amazing Takar Hash, is going to try to negotiate with a better a, contract. Yeah, a raise. She's such a
0: great actress
1: to act with. Like, I really love,
0: love her, especially in um, Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. The fact that Jesse and Michael are trying to help her, I think is great. Michael, being Michael, he actually just essentially goes into the office and that Malika needs, and nobody bats an eye, conquistador style. Yes,
1: yes. The show brings up white privilege in a really funny yes. way with Michael.
0: Yes, and yes.
1: And I it's so like, true. I it, it is very
0: true, and I just feel like I don't know what to say about it, like how messed up it is. But like you said, they do it in such a funny way. Is it me? Like he—he he realizes he knows he knows his white privilege, his advantage, and to everyone's,
1: and ed- least himself, one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. He's such a mess, which though. is why he makes the like comments, like that he did it conquistador style. But I like that the show shows the disparities in how people have to work and how they're treated differently because Malika and Jesse are working their butts off. They're looking at all the public information, trying to put together all these statistics and everything. And then Michael can just walk into the office like he belongs there when he doesn't even work there. Malika works there, but he does not work there. And exactly. he just goes in and grabs the files. So yeah, it shows how how different life experiences are depending on who you are, whether that be your race, ethnicity, gender, etc. You don't um, have to work yeah. twice as hard as mm-hmm. a person of color in order. Yes, exactly. So it brings up important topics like that, but it also does it in a really funny way. It does. A yeah. Blessing. Yeah. And even like if you fast forward kind of towards the end when he like walks in and Jax yes. is like sitting there with her assistant and he just like comes in and starts talking to her, acting like he works there. And she kind of like pauses for a minute, like she's not sure who he is, but he's so confident in what he's saying and how he's acting that when he leaves, she's like, I like his energy. We should give him a raise. Meanwhile, Malika has worked her tush off Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. has argued for a raise and has valid reasons and statistics to back up multiple times. Yes. And she didn't get a raise, she got a tote bag. And that's okay. Yeah. So it's just, it just shows, like, that's a real thing. Like, it just shows how different people are treated and how, mm-hmm. like, some people can, can, like, excel with very little while others work and work and work and do an amazing job and don't get nearly as far. It's the reality. And I love that Malika is hustling, and she's showing this in the show.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to do the... Uh...
1: I can't do it.
0: The little <laughs> laser. I, it, it, or... says, it says air horns, but it looks to be uh, like
1: gunshots. Yeah, I thought it was like little like <laughs> laser shooting, like really gunshots, like yeah. But I absolutely love it. I guess the they probably say the air horns because... Mentioning like guns is probably not. Oh yeah, the
0: yeah. best idea. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. There, we need to. So yeah, we can say they're air horns. Yes, yes, yes. Overall, that was a very good episode. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Why? What? This you also. Mean? Oh no, wait. Am I getting into the next episode? Never mind. I was about to bring something up that's in the next episode. Let's talk about the next episode. Yeah. Because a well- lot. Of- Next we episode. need to bring up one slight little, what do we kind of red herring? I guess at the end, Malika's like, "Oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Limelight yes. just started following us.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: They have some really big podcasts." That's right. So I was like, ooh, what's gonna happen? In the air.
0: What is going to happen yeah. after this quote unquote negotiating for a raise? And now we have another media company looking at our podcast,
1: following our podcast. Yeah. Big, big And that's really I wonder if that actually happens because I feel like that would be a huge deal because for someone, a company to follow their own podcast would make sense, but for them to follow like a competitor's podcast, mm-hmm. I wonder if that actually takes place or not.
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: Uh, do you think just so that they can keep an eye out to steal people or like see what the competition's doing? I was I looking at it more know. like, that's weird. Why would you promote other people's stuff? They think. I mean, it's a podcast. It's public, so I would think it's just like the
0: next step as to like, oh, hey, we're interested in you, like, and that's why Malika, is yeah, taken aback in a good way, and fast forward, bah, 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 we cannot say anything, but
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. I was thinking more like, okay, it, why are you supporting your competition? I think you're probably right. It's more like I've they're like
0: managing their social media would probably a company like hey this and so really parakeet should should have somebody a social media um, manager whatever you want to call them let jacks know hey limelight is following that's a good point like and it it, it, watch out yeah, it's, it's exactly. And it's very telling that they don't have somebody like that. Maybe they do, but they're not doing their job. They might be following, you know, the bros or the murder gals, whatever the heck they're called. And they're not giving
1: the time of day to Malika and Phoebe. Or Jax isn't thinking that she's it's an not, issue.
0: Yeah, she's not threatened.
1: Yes. Enough. Well, she should be. Because we know how amazing mm-hmm. everything's trashes. Okay, so episode six, family is trash. I learned a lot from this episode. Oh, did you? I, so let's set it up because I don't, I don't want to jump too far in advance. But yeah, so the this episode, Jaden and Phoebe are really not getting along. It seems as if they're at war because they're telling each yeah. other to suck it, 90s style. <laughs> 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 Love it. I Which love it. Last the last two episodes that we discussed, we were talking about Phoebe and Jaden's parents. And Michael actually brings up Phoebe's mom. Did you catch that? Because he's I did like not catch that. when they were telling each other to suck it 90s style. Uh Michael goes, Is that what that means? Oh, I owe Phoebe's mother an apology. <laughs> oh yes. So I'm like, Michael, what did you think it meant?
0: <laughs> I I, you know, as I was, I'm not even rewatching the fifth episode. I was just thinking to myself, no, I was watching, rewatching it, and I was thinking to myself, what am I on about that? I know I've said, oh, it's great that we don't know the parents. But I do want to know the parents, and I may have also said that before too. I really need to know if these people are as weird as their children. They have to be, and I wonder. Yeah. For whatever reason, I'm here thinking maybe they're divorced.
1: And maybe they're radically different. Like one of them is more like yes. Phoebe and one's more like Jaden. Yes. Everything's shash. We need to know. I know. I want to know. Bring on the Season parents. two, season three, season four. Just put them in some kind of season. Exactly. It, just guest starring. They don't have to be there. Yeah. Long-term. I need. They can he- go home for the holidays.
0: Like seriously, like they should have been around helping Jaden with his like canvassing and
1: I think that's when we talked about it before because we were like, they yes. dragged their child out where the grandparents.
0: Exactly. Where are the, for both, for both sides, where are the grandparents? We know yeah. that Jesse has a sister because in the last episode, um, Phoebe. And I, 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 I mean, I, I wa- I'm watching too much Peppa Pig, Heather, because if we can see, the grandparents as guest stars like why can't we see Phoebe and Jaden's parents guest starring on the show? I want more of the Hill family. Yes. That's
1: what I'm say. All of them. That's, that's, bring in some cousins, maybe a really eccentric uncle. Just bring them all in. That
0: would be and you know, I would not be surprised that there's a third sibling that they just like <gasps> That would be interesting. That would be something typical of them. You know why? Because they're older than the younger. I've created a whole family tree.
1: Out of or the- a the- random middle child. Yes, yes. Let's do this. Let's do this. Come on, Phoebe, write this for us. Phoebe, please fulfill our need of
0: the more uh. of More Hill family. Okay. I I feel
1: like we haven't exactly digressed, but we veered off. So going back to the episode, because they're in this big fight that we keep talking about, they're kind of bringing everyone into it. I think we should probably discuss why they're fighting. They're fighting because Jaden now
0: knows that Phoebe was seeing Hamilton. And I feel like it's almost like, and I told you. Kind of.
1: Because once Phoebe found out that Hamilton was hiding a daughter, she went to her brother, mm-hmm. as she does, and he was not sympathetic and he said some things that he shouldn't have said. Like this coming
0: from a man who character assassinates me that I remember. Yeah. So
1: yeah and well, him. he says some different things. Like he says that she couldn't handle, basically, she says he says that she couldn't handle being um in a relationship with someone that has a kid that if she would have known about the kid she would have never started a relationship with Hamilton then he goes on about how she should freeze her eggs and says all kinds of stuff that she's just like how dare he <laughs> how dare you sir what the fuck he just
0: like totally went there with her yeah but i must wonder if he's being honest he, he knows her well enough like would she actually
1: have possibly not? But he's also eliminating any concept of her growing as a person and changing, he's sticking her in a box
0: or in a box. Yeah. But that's because that's what she, yeah, that's he true. Not g- he's not giving her the opportunity, you're correct. But had it been somebody else, then maybe, he- but this is a competitor's, campaign.
1: yeah, well, and also it's their codependence, like she can't get it together and be in a relationship with this person that I don't approve of because how is she going to survive without me taking care of all of her issues and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that all comes out when they are in this big fight, because we learn that neither of them can deal with life without the other.
0: (laughs) He's going around the house, fixing things that he should not be, no, he's not a handyman.
1: Yeah. So he's becoming Jaden the helper. He's trying to change his his persona from Jaden fixer Jayden. Phoebe the brother mm-hmm. to right. Jaden the helper. And so he's doing things like he's he's stepping out of his lane. Manual like, labor. Yeah, he's fixing things around the house. He ends up having to have the ambulance come because he burns off his eyebrows. He traumatizes his child. <laughs> trying to give her the adult conversation like the adult lesson of oh some God. people are just gonna hate you but he's saying this about her best friends um so yeah so he's trying to help and fix things like he did with Phoebe but it is not working out for him no and then no <laughs> Phoebe just spirals into a drunken stalkering, trash can He'd eating beans trash <laughs> Can never have I ever never so I was like Ugh. "Was putting aside the disgustingness of that I was like she got that out of his recycling can why does he have half a can of beans in his recycling because he's trying he made it he's half like try. half trying he made it he put it in the recycling but he didn't empty the can out <laughs> Sometimes I, know, cause I'm just too lazy, but. Crazy. Trying, uh, AKA. So yeah. So they're a hot mess. And it's, there is like a really funny scene before the, the beans where she's sitting in her bed and she's drinking and she turns to her stuffed animal and goes, it's not drinking alone. If you're with me. And I was <laughs> like, Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> <We've> <laughs> yeah. all been there. Yeah. I've and said that to my cat right. or my dog. <laughs> And this is why
0: I—it is so relatable, mm-hmm. so relate. She just does it in a very, very funny way. Like you would never admit it to anyone, unless friend, yeah, or friend. And here she is telling everybody on
1: television, like
0: yep. we all do this, and it's okay. it's
1: okay, yeah. And even like right after that, she like drunkenly falls off the bed and then farts really loud. Yes. <laughs> I was like, she wrote that for herself. But that's honest. I'm sure we've all done that too. Drunkenly fell off our bed and
0: farted. Well, I don't think I've drunk. (laughs) But maybe off of the couch.
1: Yeah, I was going to say off of something. Off of a chair in a bar. Off of the seat in the subway. Oh
0: my gosh. Somewhere.
1: Yes, somewhere falling. Somewhere. So yeah, so it gets to the point that there has to be an intervention. So Malika, after being woken up, beautiful bed, by the way. <laughs> I kept looking at her yeah. bed being like, I wish I was sleeping in that bed right now. I,
0: I was surprised because I'm here watching that. And I just thought Malika's not going to go out there and like make sure she gets home up. or
1: maybe she's Malika trying to set up boundaries. And maybe she's so used. To it, she'll, she'll yeah, she did tell her to text her. And she did tell her to get her hands off his cans. But, yeah, so Jesse, Malika, and Michael end up meeting up, and they come up with a scheme. They sure do. Where they're going to put them into what they think is a hotel escape room. And And this this is is where I learned. This is Michael's idea. Am I right? Yeah, Michael's idea. Yep. Never trust Michael. Yeah, because Malika and Jesse, one of them says something about, like, we just need to throw them in a room together. And then Michael chimes in and is like, escape room. Enter the escape room. It is not a hotel escape room, but a hotep escape room, which I had no idea what the, like what hotep meant. No idea. Uh, So for listeners who didn't get the context of what it means based off of the escape room, I have a little description here. So hoteps are a subculture of African-Americans who use ancient Egypt as a source of black pride. The community is Afrocentric and has been described by experts as promoting false history. One of the group's more recognizable beliefs is that ancient Egyptians are, were uniformly Black people, as opposed to the more reputable theory that the ancient Egyptians were an extremely diverse society consisting of people indigenous to Egyptian Nile Valley, ethnic groups that lived in the desert, Lebanese. Sudanese, Greeks, Arabs, and others rather than a racially homogeneous civilization. So, this escape room kind of has like an Egyptian vibe. There's hieroglyphics. There is a zombie guy who's pretty funny. And there is, I forgot to write down his name. Is it Kwame? I knew that there, Apollo plays the man who
0: is at the front desk with. And then we have the um oh my god. Wait, Apollo oh. isn't a- Oh my god, I'm looking at the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say his name's not oh. Apollo. Um are you talking about Carl Tulte T- Zombie who stars in Grand Crew I haven't finished that involvement really mm. and we can talk about the scene.
1: Yeah, I've never watched that. It's pretty who's at the front of Malika. Yeah, he was quite the character. There's no name for him. Okay, so I do remember he was wearing a name tag, and I believe the name started with a K. So he was really good in this. <laughs> he really uh, was. Yeah, he, he was really.
0: like. Um, it's kind of like walking on eggshells. Because, well, Michael, I should
1: say. Michael, totally. <laughs> did he call him the white devil? Yes, he did. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did. I think he did. So yeah, he was, it was really funny to see like the scenes with him and Malika and then Michael. Jesse kind of ended up just being there. She had a couple of little lines where she was like, oh, that's my bad with the the eyeliner and stuff. But those scenes were really mostly.
0: Oh, his name is Kwame.
1: Kwame. Okay. They were mostly <laughs> Kwame and Malika and their storyline. <laughs> where he was very smitten with Malika which we cannot blame him exactly. because everyone we should are be smitten
0: with Malika
1: we heart Malika boom, 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 boom,
0: boom, boom. <laughs> so 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 biased
1: <laughs> so yeah so he wanted to take her away from all of this including the white devil that is Michael and he wanted to feed her bean pies with his fingers and they had to just keep it going because I'm not, it, I, don't, yeah. I don't know
0: what would have happened. I, I kind of wish Michael had crossed the line. What
1: was Kwame going through? Yeah, that's true. What would have been the line? But, but it was because they put them into the clear things. Yeah. Up. So it was tense at the beginning, but they ended up working together mm-hmm. and escaping the room and escaping their fight. Because, yeah, without everybody, there was a couple of, like, without everybody being there, they had to kind of deal with each other. And then also having the guy from the, what do they call him, Cranky Deli guy from yes. Rich Crazy White, Deli Crazy Deli guy. Okay. So, yeah. So him being in there to bring them back to that show that was kind of like their show and To, like, show how they can team up and help each other, um, help someone else, really broke them out of that fight. So, yeah, they ended up escaping both the escape room and their fight. And their kind of... Cranky deli guy, you were right. Cranky deli guy, yeah. So, helping them escape their... um, Their hotel room. Well, no, not just that. My brain is, like, not working. What's the word I (laughs) want? the Distance that they had created between each other that they couldn't bridge, it helped them bridge that distance so they can go back to being Phoebe and her brother Jaden and, and, and rewatching this. I was trying, yeah, to, you know, they it brings they up that, but their, they, yeah, like just yeah. as you said, but that they, brings up the issue that a lot of people, especially in New York and probably like in California as well, have where they're trying to. Breakthrough, and he's like famous enough that they recognize him. He's on like a very popular show that they watch, but he still has to work at this escape room to pay the bills and have an health insurance. Yeah, Beanpotty. yeah, and I don't think I realized that until I started having conversations with Takara, where I learned that even you have to like have a certain amount of hours. Don't quote me on this, people. But you have to have, like, a certain amount of hours to even get into the union of acting. And then, like, you have to maintain a certain amount to be able to keep your health insurance and stuff like that. So, it's, there's a lot of things that you have to kind of juggle when you're an actor and maintain, like, juggling in order to kind of get by with basic things, like, being able to pay your rent and have health insurance and whatnot. also, Yeah make it big yeah so once again in a very funny way they brought up these kind of topics that people should be mindful of and then one line I thought was like really funny but then the other I was like oh yeah this is another topic that people need to be aware of not to say that escape rooms are associated with this but when Cranky Deli guy was like uh oh by the way most of these escape rooms are fronts for sex cults I was, like, on the floor. <laughs> Is that- I don't think it's necessarily true, but it brings up that there are a lot of, like, ways like this that you can easily be put into, like, get yourselves into, like, a cult or a sex cult. I actually follow this YouTuber, not a YouTuber. Well, she's on YouTube, I think, too. But I follow this person on social media where they actually escaped from a cult, like, seven or eight months ago and Whoa. so they're they kind of talking they they talk a lot about that and stuff and how easy it is for people to get sucked into these like cults especially sex cults that groom young people she was a college student and she got sucked in really easily not even like she thought she was just going to this organization and had no idea that she was being groomed to go into like this random like i think it was a korean sex cult it was in the united states but i think she specifically says it's like korean based sex cult and so you go from being a college student to living and being completely controlled within this cult so it could be some like I think that this was just brought up as like oh something as simple and like mundane and like something that you wouldn't ever think would be related to a cult like an escape room could suck you in like you think you're just going for entertainment
0: yeah, exactly. Like,
1: kind of like how the Scientologists will have those like free personality tests. Mm-hmm. And they they like get you to come in off of the street to take one of those tests. And then before you know it, your your whole life is sucked into that cult. And I'm saying it, it's a cult. Come after me, Scientologist. <laughs> I'm
0: going to come after you. Better call Leah Remini.
1: <laughs> I'll be like, Leah, help me. Okay. So yeah, so that was a really funny, but also like a, that was a funny line that he kind of threw that out as they were walking out. But it was also like cool that we should we need to talk about sex cults and how very mundane things can lure people in. and before they know it, they're in these situations that they don't understand. Like the Nexium is a great example of that. Nexium was set up as a organization that helped you, build confidence in yourself in order to become a better like actor or business person or whatever thing you're trying to pursue so it's kind of set up as like a leadership learn to succeed in life type of organization so you're you're trying to do these things to help you become like whatever like a better business person or actor or singer or whatever and the next thing you know, you're being branded and you're in a sex cult.
0: I'm glad that hasn't happened. Will not yeah. happen to anyone when we go someplace that's mundane.
1: Yeah. So oh. the other thing that I thought was like a great line is when they're leaving the escape room and Sakara like rushes. She like peeks around the corner and she's like, y'all need to hurry up unless you want to go to my Nubian uh, nuptials. or She says something like that. I should have wrote it down. <laughs> And Phoebe's like, "How long were we in that escape room?"
0: Yeah, y'all took too long to figure out that you can't be
1: without each other. So cut it out. Mm. Yeah, poor Malika had to spend way too much time at that front desk.
0: She was trying really hard. She was. She was. And Michael was no help whatsoever, and Jesse too.
1: Yeah, Jesse was just kind of there. Michael need to be there. Michael was like. Pushing buttons. <laughs>
0: it's, he lives to push buttons. Yeah, he does. To so push buttons. Does he realize that? I think he's very much into his own little world sometimes. That seems about right, though.
1: Yeah. That that's right. true. Are so we have... about this
0: episode? Hmm? Disgust.
1: I mean, the majority of it was... It really was just the one storyline for this episode. It was... Phoebe and Jaden and their epic falling out and how everybody had to bring them back together without them. Was Hamilton in this episode at all? I don't think he was. I don't think he was except for in picture. Oh yeah. Because when she was, that's yeah, that was funny when she was drunk, (laughs) (laughs) she was looking at his Instagram or whatever social media it was. I think he her some photos also so, uh, yeah this is like a little side note but i kind of felt bad for jesse because she was really hoping that rich white whites with problems would become her show with Jaden, and it was just like no it was only gonna be his show with phoebe although they did all watch it together at the end they did and that's like so cute about yeah. phoebe and yeah, I just love how different they are, but, like, they're so brother and sister, and, like, they're they're not going to let their differences get in between, like, how much love they have for each other. to take baths together. <laughs> you just reminded me of that scene where she's like, I'm going to rub my sweaty balls all over your place.
0: God. Oh, Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe, indeed. She just says it like it is, and that's yeah. it
1: and he's like you don't even have balls we used to be together you don't know how I've changed Or <laughs> she said something like that <laughs> such a good show man uh-huh. mm-hmm. I hope y'all are enjoying it just as much as we are I hope so it's very fun and it's, I
0: feel as though it is different but then again I'm not watching every single show that's out there so please let me know show and Heather as well like everything's trash that maybe we yeah. should be watching yeah, what do you guys recommend? Do tell us. It might take me a while, um but Heather will probably watch it five times before.
1: Yes, I do not have a child, <laughs> and feeling tired. Well, I time. have a Lila.
0: You have you have more than a Lila.
1: I have you a Lila. Three children. You have yeah. Three children. Yes, they can get into a lot of trouble. Yes, they can. All right, folks. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I'm kind of sad that we're halfway through talking about it. But I'm
0: excited because Season two we get that season two and we can go ahead and continue talking about the potential, not the potential, the definite chaos that is going.
1: Yeah. It's going to get very messy next season. I keep wanting to text Takara to be like, what do you know that you can't tell us? Because <laughs> I keep Googling if it got another season yet or not. Hurry up, people. Hurry up. Tell us what's going on. Yes. Ah. In, uh, in the world of streaming, we have no concept of delayed gratification any longer. We need to know.
0: Exactly. Well, now. Yeah. What is going to happen in Everything's Trash Season 2? We want to know now. Damn it.
1: Yeah bring it on yeah we need to we need to get these actors back in new york to start filming so that we can get this going yes oh this episode also had additional day three of coachella references which i kind of want to like i don't want to go to coachella but i just want to (laughs) know what that means
0: i i have no idea
1: like has anyone been to coachella and well how long is coachella is it like a week or is it three days
0: I think it's a weekend.
1: Okay, so day three would be the end of it. Mm -hmm, So you're probably ripe. So yeah, has anyone been to Catello And what is day three like? You're so exhausted. Well, that's just me on a Friday. That's the question. I really don't. I don't have the energy to go to Catello. I don't have the energy to go down the block. You're lucky if you can get me to go meet friends for coffee on a weekend. I'm like so tired i feel you i don't know how you go to soccer every saturday
0: i feel you all right all right
1: all right well thanks everybody that's it for this episode we will be back to talk more everything's trash we have four more episodes of the show left and it's getting good
0: it really really is i really i very honest when i say i feel these past two episodes we've really gotten into it like boom these are these characters these are how quirky they are how crazy they are how loving they are how lovable they are like let's go boom
1: well you you bring up a really good point because at this point we know the characters so they don't have to really introduce us to them like we just know them they can get more into the thick of things And they sure have. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Gabbing. Gabbing. We're
0: Gabbing. Uh, uh, We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, We're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, We're Gabbing.